The Justice Department is ready to step in in Minneapolis, a day after ex-officer Derek Chauvin was convicted of murdering George Floyd. The Attorney General Merrick Garland is ready to announce a sweeping investigation into policing practices in Minnesota. Minnesotans are breathing that sigh of relief. I think that white hot spotlight that's been on us since we in the world watched George Floyd be murdered feels different today. Now we're the state that convicted George Floyd's murder, and I think what I'm hearing from folks is now let's start the hard work. What the- What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. Welcome in. It is April 21st, 2021. Nobody told me it was going to be cold again. I know obviously all I had to do was look at my phone, look at the forecast to figure that out, but I didn't do it. And it's not really cold, it's just chilly. But I wasn't expecting that. As I left the house today, this is the Stone On Air Show. Flagship is 92.7 in Chattanooga, Tennessee. You'll find it online at stoneonair.com. <clears throat> Technically feel pretty good and actually have been up for several hours. I didn't drag in here late because I was waking up late. I've actually been up since about 7.30, uh, but I, was feel- I wasn't feeling it. I went out last night. I'm going to spend the middle segment of the show talking about uh, that and the cultural phenomenon that was the the film that I went to watch last night, Dazed and Confused, at the Tivoli Theater. Um, as yesterday was going along, I, I'm off work for my day job this week. And one of, the, one of these days, I'm going, one of these weeks, one of these years, I'm going to actually take a week off of work and not come to a radio station or do, you know, podcasting and all these other things. I'm actually going to take a full week and do nothing. Uh, the the reason I don't usually do it is technically I like to work. I like coming to work until I actually have to do it. And then it's like, uh, maybe I don't like it that much. But in the end, I'm joking for the most part. I do like to work. I don't like to get, I don't like other people to have to fill in for me at both jobs. Even though I, the other job is a soul, soulless existence to a certain degree, I still, I don't like to have to put burdens of what I normally need to get done I don't like to put that on somebody else. And then when somebody else does it, inevitably they're going to screw it up. Generally speaking, that's how that goes down. And then when I come back, not because they're bad people, it's just because, you know, you, you throw off regularities and, and things are always go not exactly the way you planned. And then when you get back, you got to clean up the mess. And so, you know, you take a week and then you bookend it with a weekend. What is that? It's five seven, nine, nine and a half days off of work is just, is foreign to me. And in the radio business, I've always been the fill-in guy for most of my, my career, quote unquote, if you will. So taking time off is just not something I'm, I'm used to. I still, I still don't technically like it. I like to have long weekends, like all year long, like once a month, I have a four day weekend. That's what I'd like. Extend that weekend out a little bit. Not give me a whole, what am I supposed to do with a whole week? 
I don't know. So anyway, uh, I decided to go out last night. It was 4:20 after all. I don't smoke weed anymore these days, but I still find it fun to celebrate April 20th. Just posting online and all that. But I, I'm, I'm I'm going a long way to try to get back to what my point is. I didn't know what I was going to do today because I didn't know where that verdict was going to go in Minneapolis. That was obviously a very, very important day and decision. And it was going to go two drastically, or well, one drastically different way depending on how that went. But I also didn't want to ruin my one day I decided to take, you know, from the, work, the, the vacation week, the night I decided I was going to go out and do things and have fun like I used to do all the time. So I kind of waited around and I put together a quick, fluffy, nothing matters show. So I don't even know what I'll get to. I, I got some audio to play. I don't know if I'll get to it or not. We'll see. Um, but I don't really have anything that matters. And sometimes that's fine. Sometimes you don't. Radio shows don't have to be heavy handed or heavy leaning or, or heavy all the way around. But if that decision yesterday went a different way. We would have a drastically different day on our hands today. So I, I took that, I respected that and appreciated that situation. When the decision came down around 4.30, I was heading out to go to the terminal for dinner at 5.30, and then we went over to the Tivoli at 7. And I'll talk more about this in the middle segment. But when that decision came down, I at least knew at that point that one way that this potentially could go from sea to sea, from coast to coast, wasn't going to happen likely. So that led me to kind of take my foot off the gas of where of, of preparation for today. But I did spend a good 20 minutes scrolling through Twitter, hitting Google headlines, watching some of the video just to see what the reaction was before I decided to turn to, to drop out, tune off, tune out, for, you know, go away from anything serious or that matters. And so for the rest of this segment and probably the last segment, I'll book in this show talking about, I'll keep, I always forget the dude's name, the, the cop, but Chauvin, Sh- 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 Derek Chauvin, Derek Chauvin. So if I get it wrong, I apologize. I'm not doing, I'm not being, I'm not trying to be me by saying his name wrong. I just, for some reason, continue to forget. <clears throat> But um, I was watching the the verdict be read while, and I don't know what's where, I just I probably the same feed that everybody had, while the camera was focused directly on his, on his face, Chauvin's face. He's got a mask on, so you can't see, you know, you can't see the entire face, but you can see his eyes. And, and the judge is reading the three counts, and they're all guilty. And you can... I I did not celebrate it like so many others did yesterday. I didn't celebrate it. Uh, the court of law and juries of peers and jail, just incarceration period, terrifyingly fascinates me. It's a wild world to me. That a, a man or a woman can sit there and 10 to 12 other people who, who supposedly don't know anything about it, listen to testimony, and then decide whether you your life is essentially over. That's, that's terrifyingly fascinating to me. And so when I see this, his eyes are bouncing around, left, right, up, down, quite literally, 
Because that's really all I could see. If I could see his whole face and I could see maybe his mouth moving or, or you know, I could see the more of his facial features, maybe I wouldn't have focused on his eyes as much. But since that's really all I could see, I focused directly on it. And they were literally bouncing around left, right, up and down. Meaning, the to me, I'm not, I'm no, I'm no neurologist, but the brain had to have been spinning out of control. While you're hearing the fate of essentially the end of your life as you know it, I just I I I don't know what the right emotion is. I'm not I'm not trying. I wasn't. I just wasn't. I wasn't celebrating the moment. There was a big exhale. Uh, <sighs> there was a big exhale because if that had gone the other way, this was not going to go well. And you can argue up and down. We can have these arguments for the rest of our lives as to what that matters and how important that is or how awful or, or any of that. That's not the, today, that's not the point. Today, that's not what I'm discussing. There was an exhale because I knew that, or I felt good that our country was going to be in a, in a more peaceful place today because of it. But I didn't celebrate it because I'm not even sure I don't, I don't know that those, I actually, I'm closer to, it's not about not being sure. I'm not sure that, that Derek Chauvin murdered George Floyd. I know that he died in this egregious process. I know that. We all know that. We all saw that. But I don't know that this, this is a case of murder. I'm not quite smart enough to know, but I did look it up. As I mentioned the other day when I was talking to some other uh, topic that occasionally it's good to just pull up a definition. You know what these words mean usually, but sometimes it's good to just go to good old Webster's. Murder is a noun. It's the unlawful premeditated killing of one human being by another. Or as a verb, Kill someone unlawfully and with premeditation. I can make a pretty damn good argument that Derek Chauvin at no point premeditatedly killed anybody. His egregious actions absolutely killed somebody. We all know that. That's not for a court to decide. We all already knew that. And, in, and I might spend some more time on this in the final segment of the show as I'm going to totally fluff out and just do nothing that matters next segment. It's, it almost feels like a make good, like a makeup call. If we were to compare this to a sporting event, which is recklessly stupid to do. But it almost kind of feels like that. And I'll, I will put a pin in that and come back because I, I don't have a, a very long here. I do want to play uh, Key on the coolest thing right at the tail end here in just a couple of minutes from right now to wrap up this first segment. But I, I look back and I see things like, you know, the Rodney King verdict. Like those cops, those police officers in Los Angeles in the, one of the most corrupt police organizations in the history of the world didn't know anybody was looking at them. When they beat a man within an inch of his life just because he was a poor black guy to them. Pure white supremacy and racist-fueled rage. They beat a man within the inch of his life, then they got they they, they were the not convicted 
and they didn't. So that was that was as, as egregious and as disgusting as the thing as you can ever see. So I live in that world. I, I'm old enough to remember when that happened. Not just the history books tell me about this. I remember watching this on television. So I didn't know which way it was going to go yesterday. But Derek Chauvin knew people were watching him. Body cams on every cop in the building or in the in the, in the area. And every numb not walking on down the street has got a, a, a smartphone camera phone filming him. He knew this. He was being watched. He's, he wasn't good at his job. It was egregious. It was potentially fueled by, by racism and rage. I don't know that. I mean, we'll never know that. Probably, though. But he didn't premeditatively kill anybody. And so when I see convicted of murder in three counts of it, or two counts, and then one was a, something a little different, but I don't know. My heart dropped, and I just thought, I, you know, any of us could potentially screw something up and and a terrible awful thing happen and uh i i don't know I, I don't know i'm not trying to take sides i'm just saying i did not celebrate the verdict and actually Keon, we don't have time for that now we'll just throw we'll blow all that off it doesn't matter um thank you anyway but i did feel a very very big amount of relief because because it was a, a terrible thing that happened and this whole idea that george floyd was some kind of crappy dude you know he's on drugs quote unquote to uh, uh counterfeit bills whatever the justice system isn't kill people we don't like the justice system is not hey uh throw a bunch of people who are or at least it's not supposed to be a bunch of people out there who aren't equipped to handle the job hence much of our police force sorry back the blue types that are blue in the face with the back the blue types is quite clear that there's a major malfunction within law enforcement in the in the country in this in this country absolutely that's not even debatable if you don't agree you're just wrong so this is egregious this is negligence this is manslaughter at least which I don't have the definition for manslaughter, but I know it's lesser than murder. But I don't know that this is murder. And essentially, we, we have somebody who lost their life a year ago, and we have somebody now who I believe accidentally killed somebody who now essentially his life is over. Yes, he's not dead. No, he's not dead. But for all intents and purposes, Derek Chauvin's life is over. And I can't celebrate that. I can't celebrate it. I don't think that that was what he meant to do. I don't know that, but I don't think that. This is Nuka Radio 92.7, the flagship for the Stone On Air show and podcast. I'll touch on this again on the way out. Coming up next, I went out for still my birth month. It's still my hashtag best month ever. One of my favorite movies, if not my favorite movie, Dazed and Confused, was playing at the Tivoli. And I went out for the night and it was fun. And I'm going to talk about how that culturally matters to me and go away from all this coming up next.
Keep a little change in my pocket. Yeah, wait. Rather than spend my time listening to some dip who doesn't know what the hell he's talking about anyway. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so you're a freshman, right? Yeah. So tell me, man, how's this year's crop of freshman chicks looking? <laughs> what, you gonna end up in jail sometime early summer? I know that. But. No, man. Yeah. No, man, I'll tell you. Yeah. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older. They stay the same age. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Well, we got no choice. All the girls and boys. As a 40-something-year-old man, that gets creepier and creepier every time you hear it. But at the time, it was freaking hilarious. It's Nougat Radio 92.7. Not doing anything important in this segment, so... I'm not ignoring or, you know, not knowing how to do my job. I've just decided I'm not doing anything that matters this segment. Are you familiar with this movie, Days to Confuse? Yeah, actually. Okay, good. I'm very happy to hear that. I Um, I was uh, 18 in high school. It was 420. For some reason, I was not at school. Maybe I just skipped. I don't know. But uh, it it was on MTV, and I was just at the house, and it was on, and I watched it, and it was great. Because it's, it's, uh, I think it was released around like 94 or something. Uh, I, I was pretty young when it first came out. I was early teens. And uh, it is a culturally important movie, but kind of more in the suburban white lifestyle, culturally important. Uh, there's the one one black guy in the whole movie, I would say, and he's yeah. not really represented as... as, as Which, as, Austin in 94, sounds correct. And and that's another thing I didn't under, realize. I forgot you're a Texas guy. I I didn't realize until just literally yesterday that the movie was based in Austin, and um, so that was one of those. Huh? Today years old. All these years later, I I, I didn't know. Uh, let's clean things up here. It's Nuga Radio ninety two point seven. I'm Brian. He's Keon, and we're just gonna uh, screw around here for the next ten minutes or twelve minutes or so. Uh, so I went out yesterday. It's my birth month. <clears throat> Hashtag best month ever. And this April has been very nice. It's been a very nice time. I've needed this for about a year because my last April was wrecked. All our last Aprils were let wrecked. Um, so this has been really nice. So I've got the work uh, day job off this week. And I had texted one of my friends who he is in education and does a lot of consulting. So he travels for his, that's his main gig job. And now he does it virtually. So he never travels. Uh, I hope uh, he, we talked about it yesterday. He's hoping that that's about to change. So I knew he would be around. He's always free. And so I said, hey, man, I'm going to go to feed for lunch. You know, join me if you want. And, you know, it's just a nice treat to go have a beer and a, you know, a nice meal on a Tuesday at 1 o'clock. I just I don't ever get to do any of those kinds of things. And so he met me over there. And we're just, I've known this guy since we were in high school. He's a, uh, he, he's not a Trump guy, but he's a hard conservative Republican. This is the, what I love to show the examples of. I have friends who ideologically we oppose, but we can still be great friends. Like, it's still possible. Um, but he still loves the Grateful Dead. Uh, he still smokes weed, whatever, blah, 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 whatever. Um, he played football in high school. I didn't play any sports in high school. I've, I just, I felt, I didn't, sports weren't my thing when I'm, I was in high school. Before high school, after high school, always been one of my things. During high school, I was more like that hippie kid. And so we have a, a lot of mutual friends and a lot of different perspective about growing up. And so we're talk, we're just, you know, talking. And then I, Days to Confuse, the movie comes up. 
And if you don't know what the movie is, I can't, I'll, I'll waste the whole segment trying to explain to you what it is. So you either know what it is or you don't or Google it real quick. But it's a coming-of-age story set in the 1970s uh, that was released in the 1990s. And, yes, it's just a, it's a, it's the last day of school. The whole movie is one day, the last day of school in 1976. And they end up at a party at the Moon Tower. That's, that's about as much reset as I can do. But I mentioned something about Days of Confused, or he did, or whatever, and then I said... I think they're playing that at the Tivoli tonight. And he's like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, they are. The, uh, we're going. Him and his wife and one of her friends. I was like, really? Well, I got some stuff I got to do. I don't really shouldn't go out drinking and hanging out at the Tivoli and bouncing around town. But that sounds fun. He's like, dude, we got an extra ticket. It's like, okay, well, this is too perfect to not do. So met them at 530 at the terminal, eight, went to the Tivoli, I'd, and I'd been very curious as to what a movie night at the Tivoli would be like. Because I've never seen a movie at a theater like that. It was limited capacity, and even if it wasn't limited capacity, I don't know how many people are going to go watch this movie at the Tivoli for 12 bucks, And, you know, $7 small little glasses of wine and $10 terribly overpriced gross beers. Like, so it's, it's kind of a little bit of a financial commitment to watch a movie that we've all seen quite literally over a hundred times. Literally over a hundred. I don't know how many after that, but I know I've seen it that many times because for several years, it was almost every weekend, it was just our background, uh, just just playing in the background while we had our own little dazed and confused moments. Um, and there's, I'd say every generation has one of those movies, maybe television shows like a, Leave it to Beaver or something. I, I'm blanking on thinking of any other uh, culturally significant movies and shows from other generations, but I'm I'm sure they most have them. But this is one of those cases where you can watch this movie and everybody in it, almost virtually everybody in it, I know one of those those people. Like that guy is that guy's Paul Stansel. I don't care. These names aren't going to mean anything to you, but. That guy is Zach. Okay, that guy that guy and that guy blend those together. That's me. Um again, I know this can be a little annoying if you don't if you don't know what we're what I'm talking about, then I'm just it's just words into thin air. You Keon, you remember the I think it's Gold Bloom, Goldberg or something is his real name, the the dork in the back seat of the dork car the guys that are driving around yeah. who's always being real analytical and and, and that's that's me, <laughs> the guy who's gonna start. Who's gonna? I can calculate this. I can punch him, and then everyone's gonna break. Up, everyone's gonna break up the fight, and, and, and towards the tail end. That that character, other than he's a little nerdier than I'd like to admit, if saying it, it's me. But but that guy's me, and really, as as cliche as it sounds, the black guy in the movie kind of is you a little bit. <laughs> the guy that can blend in well and be and 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 culturally can be a chameleon. Um. The girls in the movie, and there's a lot of pretty big names in this movie. Parker Posey, she's a great character, and I know five Parker Posey's, her character. I know so many of these air raid bitches. Like, I know so many of those <laughs> types. Um, uh, I mean, Ben Affleck's in the movie. Uh, I guess Jason London's not that, I mean, he's not that well-known these days. But uh, And I don't remember half their names, but... I even remember at a time when we were watching the movie later on. Ben Affleck wasn't Ben Affleck when I first watched that movie. 
He was in McConaughey, obviously he was in it. McConaughey wasn't McConaughey. These were just two really interesting characters in a movie. Nobody knew who they were. And then all of a sudden one day, a year later, five years later, whatever it was, we're like, hey, two of the biggest stars in the world right. have been here the whole time. Uh, that just made it that much more uh, kind of fascinating, culturally fascinating. So that's what I did last night. It was so much fun. I enjoyed every single second of it. Is there any other movies in your more era generation or maybe television that kind of culturally is important for the rest of your life? Oh, man, for the rest of my life, I guess. Because there are not many for me, virtually none, actually. Yeah, because it's kind of hard to, to come across a movie that like everybody universally, we, we all agree that not only is this movie great, this movie matters, and it matters a lot. Uh, man. It, ma- it matters only to the people who can identify with it. it it's in this particular case because, and I was going to do a whole segment on this someday, and I will later on that I'll, I'll get with you in advance, Keon, to, to, to see how we're going to do it, but how uh, trends just recycle themselves. I, I, I jokingly say it's on like my Twitter bio. I've been fading in and out of fashion since 1997. I've been sitting right here wearing the same clothes, we're doing the same stuff, listening to the same music, and sometimes I'm in fashion, and sometimes I'm the old guy who can't change. And the 70s kind of came back around in the 90s. It was cool. So like we could it was a 1976 set movie, you know, uh, surroundings, but in 1996 we all it felt like it was relevant because that that trend right. those trends had recycled. And right now, 90s trends are tending to come back into Gen Z. And I don't know, you know, maybe that's only small pockets, but um, of, 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 the, of, the, of the country, it might not be everywhere. But I'm, I'm regularly seeing, you know, these stupid big baggy Jinko kind of jeans and stuff all coming back into fashion. So um, I don't know. It was fun. Actually, let's, uh, you got the coolest thing still pulled up? Yeah, I can get it. Yeah, let's do uh, because it is—it's the trailer for the movie Days and Confused, just for the fun of it. Why not? I'll touch on the 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 verdict on the way out the door in the final segment of the show. Snooger Radio ninety two point seven. I'm Brian. He's Keon. This is the trailer to the uh, film Days Confused. Today's coolest thing. This country is founded by people who were in the aliens, man. George Washington, man, he was in a cult, and the cult was in the aliens, man. You didn't know that? No. Oh, man, they were way into that type of stuff. <laughs> You're getting air from there, man. It's no good. It was the last day of school. Uh, Miss Crawford, I was thinking that maybe you and I can get together over the summer. I mean, it'll be legal. I mean, it'll be- it was the first day of summer vacation. You guys know anything about a party here tonight? No, sir. It was a time they will never forget. There's a new fiesta in the making as we speak. I thought he was cute. Oh, that's this. You thought he was cute? Then. Do you realize when he graduated, we were like three years old? If only they could remember it. Okay. So you're not going to go to law school? What do you want to do then? I want to dance. I want to dance. You going to be quarterback next year? Oh, no, I might not even play. You're in need of a serious attitude adjustment, young man. Super dominant male in a 50s greaser uniform. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age.
<laughs> the 50s were boring. The 60s rock. The 70s, oh my God, they obviously suck. Dazed and confused, see it with a bud. Behind every good man, there's a woman. And that woman was Martha Washington, man. And every day George would come home, she'd have a big, fat bowl waiting for him, man, when he'd come in the door, man. She was a hip, a hip, hip lady, man. The 70s, man, obviously they suck, so the 80s are going to rock. Um, it just, it's it's so relatable <clears throat> and uh, so much fun <clears throat> all the way around. And, uh, <clears throat> geez, sorry. But that was at the Tivoli last night. I highly suggest going to see a uh, film, uh, the Bobby Stone series. I believe is what they call Bobby was a longtime uh, film guy here in town. He was very good friends with uh, Jeff Styles and Tim Kelly, our new mayor. As a matter of fact, it was one of their very good friends who passed away a few years ago in a boating accident. And so they, they've named the series, the Bobby Stone film series, whatever, something like that. So I suggest it. It was fun. Uh, the Tivoli is a fantastic room it needs some work it need. it's got a few corners that are crumbling away i mean the place is 100 years old after after all but uh it, it's it's a fun place for a show it's a fun place for a, a movie i've i've not enjoyed my time there for a comedy show which is what i've been there for most of the time lewis black uh brian regan dave Chappelle, and the audio never is to my exact liking for, for the spoken word formats of, of live performance there. But music is really good. And the uh, Days Confused on last night, was the volume was very good. And I was even hoping, I was like, I hope it's really loud so we can talk and joke through the whole thing. Because it's, like, it's not like none of us are going to know how this, we don't know how this ends. Like, hush, hold on, I, don't, I need to see what happens. Like, we've all seen this movie countless times. And... As the Moon Tower party ends and Tuesday's gone with the wind, which this was also on a Tuesday, it's just all so damn relatable. Such a, an amazing classic rock uh, soundtrack. Good, good stuff. My name is Brian. It's Nigga Radio 92.7 and the Stone On Air podcast. We'll go back to Minneapolis for a few minutes. Kind of reset my thoughts on the uh, verdict from yesterday and wrap up the show and then I'm going home and I'm going to do nothing for the rest of the day and I can't wait. Stone on air on Nuga Radio 92.7. All right, all right. Oh, Christ. How you doing? Pretty good. Cool. You heard about the party being busted, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not to worry. There's a new fiesta in the making as we speak. It's out at the Moon Town. Full kegs. Everybody's gonna be there. You ought to go. Okay. Okay, we'll be there. Okay. Say so you need a ride? Uh, no, I got my own car. Thanks. Yeah, well, listen, you ought to ditch the two geeks you're in the car with now and get in with us, but that's all right. We'll worry about that later. I will see you there, all right? Bye. I love those redheads, man. I know you. We had geography together, remember? So, so, so good. Days of Confused last night at the Tivoli. I, I don't know if they're that was just a 420 thing or what. Probably that's all it was. But I've seen several um, very contemporary movies on the, uh, the list at the Tivoli. I highly suggest making a night out of that at some point. Just don't forget to bring your wallet because <laughs> you'll need it.
This is the flagship, the Stone on Air Show and Podcast, 92.7. Here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, or all across the entire universe at stoneonair.com. Thanks to Everness for being on board here at Nuga Radio. They are a home or a uh, property management service company. You got some property, if you're in the rental business and you're just tired of dealing with all the tenants and it's just becoming an issue, trust me, I know a lot of people in that industry have heard nightmares about it. They can take care of you. They have yearly inspections of the home to make sure that it's taken care of. They're based out of uh, Nashville and Atlanta, but a local team right here in Chattanooga. Give him a ring, 454-3854-454-3854. His name is John with Evernest, and the website is evernest.co. So, so I'm not I'm not avoiding the, the the biggest story in quite possibly the world, but certainly here in the country. Uh, I touched on it in the beginning. I'll I'll spend most of the segment on the way out here with uh, Chauvin, Derek Chauvin verdict yesterday. The three guilty charges were uh, were handed in around four thirty or so, and I'm, I'll just repeat myself a little bit from the beginning of the show that I. Um, I, I did not celebrate it like everybody else did. I, I think in the end, I'm happy about it. I think I, I'm relieved. I'm beyond relieved that we're not, we're not having to have more social media warfare over um, ideolo- ideological conversation amongst looting, riots, violence, um, I'm, I'm relieved beyond belief that that's not in the, the storylines today. Because I was worried about that yesterday. Well, I mean, we were all worried about that for, for a year. We've all been worried about that maybe our whole lives. But I thought, man, this is going to change today. This, this decision is going to be monumental as to how the 21st of April goes in this industry for sure, but in all industry, in all world, in all of our, all of our minds and our, and our lives and our opinions and thoughts and our emotions. And, you know, I don't know if there's a strong back-to-blue type that are that are all mad today. I don't know if that's a case. I know that it is a demographic that's not going to be as loud. But I, I did not celebrate it. But most people I saw in my feeds and my socials, they did. And that's fine. I'm not saying you're wrong. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're wrong at all. But I, I'm, I am not convinced that murder took place here i'm convinced that negligence and egregious practices led to a death i don't know that that i don't think actually i'm getting i'm talking myself into it i don't think he murdered the now i don't think i'm I'm talking myself into it i don't think this police officer Derek chauvin murdered george floyd i don't think he did because that's murder is in the wording premeditated so for me to say, okay, yeah, he definitely murdered him, then that means I need to believe, we all need to believe, that as this event was approaching, Derek Chauvin said to himself, I am going to kill this person right now. That's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm right now purposely killing a man. I think if you're being honest with yourself, you, you should agree with that. That, that doesn't mean there shouldn't be accountability and shouldn't be a punishment. This is a punitive situation. He should not be let off as not, as, as not guilty. 
If he was let off as not guilty, that would have been just another one of those. And the countless ones of those. So that's why I'm relieved and I I think I'm okay with it, but I I don't I don't think that the charges are correct. And watching a man sit there and listen to his fate as a the judge read the the verdict, I I I don't want to say my heart broke cuz that's certainly not true. That would be an exaggeration. But my heart dropped. I was like, Ugh, what could that guy be thinking right now? What is going through his mind right now? Because I, I, I don't like to do the here's what I would do thing. I hate everybody. We all do that. Oh, here's what I would do in that situation. You don't know what the hell you would do in a situation until you got put in it. But I would... If you, if you said, Brian, you're going to jail for the rest of your life, and I don't know if this is a life sentence he got, but it prob- it, it's it's not, because it, he's facing up to 40 years. He'll probably not. 10, 15. Yeah. Um, um, and I will point out, the because the, I was just looking it up just now while you were talking, sure. second-degree murder, the uh, there, there has to be malice, but it doesn't have to be premeditated. premeditated. Okay. All right, well, that good. All right, that makes me feel better. Yeah, I mean, my bad for not looking deeper into this. I just, I, I just wasn't interested in diving too far into it. But that's good. That's good. What were, do you have? The can you pull up the charges and we'll see what they are exactly? You can, you can find that real quick. I know one of them was uh, the word accidental was in there somewhere. So certainly, this is a punitive situation, but it feels like kind of a make good so we call it in the industry here if you miss a spot later on you gotta make it good a make good or in sports would be a makeup call and this kind of feels like a makeup call like yeah, they could go he could face up to 40 years in prison for second degree murder uh 25 years for third degree murder and up to 10 years for second degree manslaughter okay so that's a little different than i originally thought I, yeah, so I, if they had charged him for first degree, then that would have been them saying essentially you did it on he purpose. Did it on purpose. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, fair enough. Fair enough. And and good to know. Um, I I still my feelings don't change on watching a man's life just essentially just evaporate because uh, if you told me that I was you you're going to jail for the rest of your life, which he won't, um, but it's still it's still a good chunk of the the good parts you got left. Yeah, and he's still a cop going to prison, so that's not going to be a good yeah. time either. Yeah. That's not going to work very well for him. And this it, death it would be fine, I think, with me than having to live that kind of unimaginable life, unimaginable life. Now you'd have to put me in that position for me to ever say that out loud for sure. Like I would rather be dead than be in jail. I don't know if he if the, if the real if if the reality was there. Hey, choose one. I'm feeling I probably would say okay. I'd rather be alive. I guess I don't know. But if you're going to real jail, I'm not talking about like lock up overnight. You're going to real jail life. That scares the bleep out of me. Like it makes it makes me tremble thinking about it. Because I'm just I don't know. That's just a world I can't live in. I've watched too many. Uh, you remember the old show Oz? You ever happen to watch that? Yeah. Oh, my. Little, little, that, yeah that you want to be scared? Watch Oz. 
<laughs> the original scared straight. I mean, yeah, basically. Um, so yeah, so I still maybe the maybe the charges are right. Maybe they are what they should be. Um, and but it I still didn't celebrate it. I didn't celebrate it. I don't think the guy meant to kill anybody. I I think it is the ultimate example that we really need better, different approached training for police officers across the country. Many of these guys don't know what the hell they're doing. Clearly, the woman and the taser and the gun and that nonsense, clearly she doesn't know what the hell she's doing. And she's been there for 26 damn years. So for 26 years, this lady had no idea what she was doing. She, and, was, she was training another officer while this was that's happening. That's right. It, yeah, clear, She's training people who don't know how to do what they're doing or training other people. Bad training doesn't mean you know what you're doing. Bad training means you're learning how to do it wrong. You're learning how to do it wrong from the jump. So that is real. That needs to happen. You don't want to call it defund the police? Fine. Don't call it defund the police. But if you don't think that law enforcement, in a wide-sweeping generalization, doesn't need some kind of reform and better overall uh, leadership and, and training on how to and what their role is on the streets... You're just head in the sand, blind to it, ignorant ass, don't care, or you're just a, I'll hold my breath till I'm blue in the face to back the blue. So that that's what this is the best example of, because I do not believe that Derek Chauvin for one second has ever wanted to kill a person in his life. I don't know that, but I don't believe that. And he knew he had cameras on him. He knew people were watching him. If he if he was if it was such if he was that his intentions were that bad, he would have known not to do it because there was people all watching him. He thought he was doing it right. He thought he was doing it correctly because the training wasn't adequate. And now he's in jail, a cop in jail for the best better part of his good life. That's ter- that sucks. That really sucks. So I didn't celebrate it for a second. But I was very, very, very relieved. All right. Happy Wednesday. I'll be with you on Friday. I might be here tomorrow morning a little bit on Jeff's show as well. I'm taking it to the house. Quite literally, I am not leaving the house, and I can't wait. Y'all have a great day. Keon, thank you very much. He'll hang out with you for the rest of the morning. Just saw Tula's. Tula's siding. He'll be here with you later on, too. See you later. Bye.